bad? You sound better now. Whatever you I sound. Well, what you whatever mean? you did in the process when you were like, "Do I sound bad?" You sounded better than before when you sounded terrible. Oh, good. <laughs> oh. I'm try. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Well, when you, I thought you said, "Uh oh," and I'm like, "Great, here we fucking go." Um. Well, Craig came in and he frightened me a little bit. Well, I'm on that McDonald's free Wi-Fi, so recording live from a McDonald's play place slide. So if we could maybe not and just accept my audio for what it is, that would be great. So yeah, we had um, like a fucking delightful episode ready to go, and then we realized how terrible Noelle's audio sounded while she's on vacation. So... Yeah. Now we're just doing literally zero prep into this uh, after we've had all these conversations about the advertisability of the podcast. We're going back you to know, grassroots doing it live. Here's, here's my promise to you. I am such a person of the people that even while on vacation, I have not stopped working both in my actual job and on this not job. I haven't yeah. I haven't taken a single day off. That's my promise to you. Vote for me as number one person who hates herself. By the way, hey, what's up? My name's Noelle. And hi, I'm Chelsea. Uh, also have been working. Um, I have to say working with you now is so delightful, but I just want to be so unprofessional when you respond to me in professional settings that I have to like really dial it down. Oh, yeah, that is actually a good question I've been meaning to ask you. How is it that you are my subordinate, not just on the podcast and in real life, but also in our work life? Um, you know, uh -huh. superiority is a delusion. <laughs> is it? <laughs> but I have to say... It's nice in the sense that I have the mentality, like I didn't intend on starting my career over in my 30s. I was yeah. a victim of circumstance. <laughs> yeah. but I have yeah. like walked into this job dick first, dare I say. Mm -hmm. I would say. When they, yeah. Like when I have to do my one-on-ones with the higher ups and what have you, they're like, how are you feeling? I'm like, how are you feeling? Because... <laughs> I'm just ready to take your job, man. And mm -hmm. uh, not in a way that, like, you'd be out of work, but, like, why don't you move on up and just move me in? Because clearly I'm killing it. I'm lying, of course. Uh, yeah. But fake it till you make it. Yeah. See, but the one thing that I know will always keep me ahead of you in, in our professional sense, unlike every other sense, is that you may be able to fake a personality that, for me, died and was buried a long, long time ago. Mm -hmm. But the big brain knowledge I have that I just purposefully search and destroy when I'm looking in Slack for your name, when I'm looking for you asking for help, and I come in to condescendingly give it to you. Yeah. That's how I know. That's how I know I'll always be on top. Um, joke's on you. I, by the time I start posting, I am desperate for help. And I'm looking for a lifeline, but at that point, I'll take a fucking tic-tac, bitch. So thank you for the table scraps, because I'm You're hungry. Welcome. You're welcome. Uh, no waste. Also, plan. wait. Yeah. Speaking of table waste. Yeah. Wait, maybe you should finish what you were saying, because this is going to take us somewhere else. So you finish what you were saying. I fucking forgot. Good. Oh, it clearly no. wasn't important. Okay, there you go. The flex is when I DM you or text you directly and you help me. <laughs> so that's jokes on you. I don't know if it's a professional sense or maybe friendship. It is the power of friendship. But egg on your face because it you're fucking is. helpful. You're like, oh, she's asking for help. and I'm going to give it to her. I'm going to yeah. phrase what I'm about to say in a shitty way so it sounds aggressive. But that's on your fucking shoulders. You're like, my friend asking for help and I'm going to help her. So fuck you, Noel. Egg on your face. Vegan yeah, egg on welcome. your face. Because I Thank respect you so your much. dietary choices. Yeah. Thank welcome. you so much. I appreciate uh -huh. that exclusively. Oh. Um, 
Yeah. Well, you know, like I said in the beginning, I'm a I'm a man of the people. I'm here to help you. I'm also here to make myself look good, but I'm also here to help you. Um yeah. so speaking of table scraps, also I just want the record to show that I did send Chelsea a TikTok on how to face swap a selfie with someone's professional business photos because bitch showed up in a company meeting with a Snapchat filter default pick. And I was like, Queen. You're my recommendation right now. I need you to take the Snapchat pick off. I need Fish. you to take the Snapchat pick <laughs> no, off. You can't tell that it's like the glasses on that Snapchat are fake. Yes, you, you can. <laughs> I was, they were like, you need to get a photo right away. And mm-hmm. that was like the first one <laughs> in my pocket where I was like, as professional, that's also like the one that I use when I reply to customers. That is my professional affiliate. <laughs> who, who the fuck? Bitch, I look good. I'm who the fuck the- lied to you? And was like, yeah, that that Snapchat filter of like aviator sunglasses with no frames looks totally legitimate and very real. And you were like, hell yeah, man, I'm gonna use it as my business profile pic. Here's what I do: I come in with the Snapchat professional photo. With the mm-hmm. fake glasses. You didn't even clock my wig. So I know my wig looked good in that photo. <laughs> I was uh, too oh. distracted by your 2D filter sunglasses. Yeah. So I come in and people are like, who the fuck is this meth head bitch? With yeah. your clearly Snapchat filter. Providing with excellent service. They're like, I'm going to judge so hard next time. I'm making their day better. Making their life better too. You know, I'm going to make your life better and my life better because I'm going to follow that tutorial on how to face swap with someone's professional business photo. I'm going to find like the highest paid lawyer in LA, her ad, and I'm going to face swap your face onto hers. Do me a favor and use the photo that I used (laughs) to apply to Bethel Church's Hogwarts school. Oh my gosh. We have a bit of an update there. Yeah. Yeah. So... When you go to apply to the Bethel School, uh, Mm -hmm. it's very standard. Name, address. I gave them the works. What I did not give them was my partner's information to the point where they called him and left him a full voicemail of being like trying to get a hold of me, which is weird Mm -hmm. because I gave them my phone number. Yeah. That's the part where I'm like, are you sure? Because... Bethel Church has reached out multiple times with multiple voicemails and a text message, but not to Chelsea, to her partner. And I was like, oh, typical Chelsea. She's filling out that form, and she put Oliver's information down, and they're contacting him. Hashtag got got. But then when you're like, no, I absolutely did not, I'm like, are they, like, reversing IP addresses? Like, how are they, how did they get a hold of him? How did they even find, well, they, they didn't know it was him because in the voicemail they said, hi, Chelsea. Yeah. But how did they get his number? That's the thing that really goops me because, like, I, if we're just going to work backwards here, I don't know Oliver's phone number. I don't know your phone number. Who knows phone That's numbers anymore? That's a good anymore? point. You put him in your me. phone. That is a good point. Yeah. I know my father's phone number and I know my sister's phone number. They, I know my childhood best friend's phone number and that's it because those are the ones that get saved into your psyche before your brain gets melted out. So mm-hmm. I know my home phone number that I, my family, my parents never moved. I, my dad is still in the house that he bought before I was born. That number is the same. He got it converted from the house number to a cell phone number. I know that one. And then I did my sister's because it's like, wait, digits that's a mine. thing. Yeah. So my dad's cell phone number is my house number from growing up. Damn. Yeah. So I've learned that number, but like, I don't fucking know Oliver's phone number and I never need to know it. So mm. one thing that I noticed when I was filling out the application is that my computer pre-filled everything out from where I used to live oh. in Salt Lake. So I had to go through and manually update everything. So that's oh. also not something that I would have been like Oliver's phone number. I had to yeah. like literally go in. I don't know my new address yet. I had to pull mm-hmm. it off of Amazon from my phone and copy it over. So I'm like, there's no fucking way unless since Oliver owns his home 
that they somehow pulled up his information from the address that I entered. Yeah. No, that's, that's what I'm way. thinking. Yeah. Well, now after hearing your side of the story and also I'm on that same boat with, I don't know people's phone numbers. I barely even know my own. Sometimes I forget it. Actually, often yeah. I forget it. Then I, I totally hashtag believe women in this situation. And I'm now thinking they did like an IP address search and that's how they fucking found Oliver's phone number. I I think that they're doing some Scientology level shit. Um but after they contacted him, like they didn't contact him again. And I'm like, how dare you? Yeah. Um ugh, sorry. And <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh my fucking god, bitch. But like I I okay, I am like only maybe one one more drunken drink away from just paying the $50 fee to see if I can actually enroll. But that's a lot um, of that's a lot of scratch, right? Um, I think they're I think they're for sure going to enroll you if you pay that $55. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to fill this out while we're talking to speak with an advisor. No. And by that time, we will have figured out how to record and how to Google whether or not recording somebody against, like, without their knowledge. I'm going to do phone call. You're going to call them right now? No, I'm filling out a form to talk to an admission advisor. Oh, my God. Well, no, that's what I've been saying is the moment he got that voicemail, I was like, you need to set up a Zoom call with them and you need to record it. Yeah, so that's what I'm going to try. I'm going to say, what do I want? Do I want, it says, like, how would you describe yourself? One, I'm looking to grow my personal faith. Two, I want to yeah. get equipped in ministry. Yeah. Three, I'm looking for spiritual rehabilitation. Four, yeah. I am a high school student looking for my ne- next steps. And then I'm inquiring for a friend, family member, or other, or other. Well, I like you the need highest. this spiritual rehabilitation. That's the one I was also feeling. How did yeah. you hear about us? Say, d- say a podcast. No, say a friend. Oh, say friend. a friend. Okay. Yeah, if you tell them that you found them through social media, even if you Google them right now, the thing that pops up is like a news story from back in October showing that a big mass outbreak of COVID that happened in October was completely linked to the Bethel Church gatherings. Nice. Um, now I'm going to Google, can I secretly record someone in California if I am in Utah? In California, maybe. In Utah, I don't think you can, right? I think in Utah you have to tell them. I'm not sure. I haven't recorded anyone. In Utah, it is a criminal offense. To record someone without the consent of at least one person taking part in the communication. So as long as I fucking know, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, Can I record someone without their permission in California? Uh, California, they need all fucking parties to know. Uh, So what I can do is lie. And well, lie and be like, I have a TBI. I have a really hard time remembering information. Do you care if I record this? No, that's too fishy. That's too fishy. Maybe you should say that you have a disability and you have a translator who um, helps translate the conversations. And because of that, it's also recorded. That's good. You know what I mean? No one's going to ask questions about that because then that's like being rude to disabled people. Yeah, don't ask me about my disability. Yeah. I have a Frankenfoot. <laughs> I don't have a Frankenfoot. One <laughs> yeah. time though, we do you remember when my toe exploded though? And then everyone on the my roller derby team called me Frankenfoot and it hurt my feelings. I could really <laughs> tap into that pain. Yeah. Get back there. I will. That was a really yeah. good time for me. I think you should for sure do that. I also am very worried about you reaching out to a Christian organization. I'll be totally real with you there. I'm not, I'm not sure that you'll be able to withstand the scrutiny. The allure of necromancy is definitely interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the reality of how terrible they are to gay people will keep me yeah. grounded. 
I hope so. I hope so. Because sometimes like these, as we saw, unfortunately, these like anthropology Christian groups that are actually horrific evangelicals, they like Mm -hmm. to like sugarcoat. They like to dip their like bigotry in rainbow sprinkles and be like, we don't hate you. We just like hate you, but we don't like hate you. You know, like we just like uh. don't hate the sinner, hate the sin. Yeah. They're Very very much bury that and so i don't know man i don't know as long as you're like medicated and in a good space maybe talk to them barely medicated terrible space i do (laughs) i do really dis. i have like a inherent fear of evangelical and mega churches so i think i'll be Okay. okay okay the only thing that will get me is if they offer me like a boat made just for me and offer me a water fight because i think about that other church like every day Mm, yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. And they were doused in horrific old timey sexist philosophy. And you were still like, I'm here for the boat. That, okay. Let's be real though. That is my favorite kind of cult where they're like, yeah, come in. All we want you to do is exist bare bones minimum and make babies. And then that's it. That I can get behind. I'll just, I'll fucking exist. I'll make babies. I'll wear the same color of clothes as everyone. Like, in terms of cults, not that bad. Uh, the Love Has One cult, they didn't let them fucking sleep. Yeah. They couldn't do it. Couldn't get yeah. it. They didn't let them sleep. They ingested silver and gold. Um, they were obsessed with crystals. And yeah. putting necklaces as headbands, which is always a red fucking flag. Um, yeah. You know, I just... So there are days where I... And, like... This is a free speech zone. Everyone listening, this is a free speech zone. This is a safe space. There are some days where I'm like, maybe, just maybe, I'm sick of feminism. And I want to go back to being in a kitchen somewhere, being like, I don't know how to read. And like, I just exist and my existence is enough. I don't have to have a job. I don't have to be eloquent. You know what I mean? I could just like drink cocktails and host dinner parties sometimes i'm like maybe that's what i want and then i'm immediately you know i immediately snap back but then there's like what you said just exist and make babies even if someone really buttered up that deal and they were like you would get everything you want you could go anywhere you wanted you could get everything and you just had to like be a housewife and produce children that children part i would be like absolutely not absolutely fucking not i would rather snort fire ants off of a sidewalk and eat crack rocks than right do that you know what i hear you noel i agree sometimes i do because sometimes like feminism is just mildly inconvenient for me free speech yeah. zone yeah free speech. where i'm like yeah. i'm like fuck dude i just want to pretend i'm too dumb to understand any of this yeah and i just i agree i want to eat drink cocktails all day and i want to make an old man fall in love with me and all i have to do is look good right yeah yeah and i think sometimes that caveman philosophy is what makes the idea of some of these terrible cults appealing yeah the children thing it's such a like community it's like really no one-on-one parenting because they don't really don't want the influence of a mother's genuine love to like that's true fuck up the kids and let them believe that they can do anything they want. So True. I could still be a hands-off, shitty parent under the guise yeah. of being a good parent because I keep them fed. Yeah. Um, I mean, but- that's an interesting proposition, but still, you know, it's what your body has to go through. I'm still not willing to do that. I'm just vain enough that I would rather, you know, live on the street in a DIY cardboard house picking my own scabs off and eating them for sustenance than be a mother to a child. That's fair. I am just at the part, like just to the point of like wanting to not have accountability for my health where I could be like, yeah, I drink 16 liters of soda a day and I go to bed at 5 PM because I'm pregnant. Maybe not may Mm. not be the case, Yeah, but I really need a scapegoat in my life. Yeah. I get that. And, I get you know, that. just the continuous birthing of children could be that scapegoat for me. Yeah. I don't think people I would think, argue. No. No. If you keep popping them out, they'll never know if you're fat or pregnant. 
Oh my god, I'm fucking fertile myrtle over here. I could just shoot him out like a t-shirt gun. <laughs> like in a video game when you don't know how to play and you just yeah. start shooting and your guy's like pointing at the air and you're running in a corner. That's me. Yeah. Uh, with my uterus and babies. Oh god, that's also a nightmare. That is, well, also fun for you. That is literally my nightmare. Do you think that, oh, this is another free speech zone moment and I just need everyone to remember that. Um, do you think that other people have that thought too? Like maybe sometimes feminism inequality is too much. <laughs> I think so. Um, like, and I know it's, <laughs> I know it's not. <laughs> but sometimes do you ever get a bill? Like it is the first of the month come around and you are, you know, a single woman living alone, supporting yourself. And you look at that and you go, maybe, maybe they were wrong. <laughs> yeah. No. And free speech zone. Yeah, free speech uh, for sure. This is free I, speech. I, what I think what the best uh I think the okay, so I've actually researched this quite heavily and there's you a have. very I yeah, there's a very scientific term here yeah. of yeah, what we're what experiencing. It? It's having our cake and eating it too. <laughs> I wanna go out and I wanna I wanna have a thong that goes up to my oh, fucking ears and I no. don't want anyone to say shit to me. But I also don't want to have to pay for anything or be responsible. Yeah. And I yeah. think that's, that's like the hang up I've got. <laughs> yeah. I get the scientific term is definitely having your cake and eating it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know what? I, speaking of, I did not really understand that phrase until recently. And I, I understood like the um, idea behind it of like, mm -hmm. but when someone explained it to me, I'm like, that's what that fucking means. It's like, because once you eat a cake, it's gone. Mm -hmm. You don't have yeah. cake no more. Yeah. But the phrase is like, you want to have your cake where it's like physically in your possession, but you also want to eat it. So you yeah. can't eat it and then still have it in your hands. And when mm -hmm. someone explained that to me, I was like, that's what that fucking is. <laughs> it was one of those See? things where I, like, I never dissected the phrase. Yeah. I mean, I get that. But you always knew what it meant. But yeah. I knew, yeah. I knew what it meant, but I like did not ever... I was just like, yeah, have your cake and eat it too. I was like, yeah, that means that you want it both ways. It's the illusion of choice. Yep. <laughs> it's the illusion it of is. doing the two things at once that are in complete fight with each other. Um, well, I just hope that nobody clips any of the last bit that we said and use it against us. You know, I really think Susan B. Anthony was probably a racist, but she also, like, got us the right to vote. And that's very cool, and that's very radical of her in both the, like, tubular sense and radical feminist. But I'm saying maybe some days, <laughs> maybe yeah. some days you wake up and you have to spend your entire paycheck where you're a hashtag boss babe, hashtag girl boss, um, to keep the roof over your head because you're an independent woman who don't need no man. And you're like, you know what? What if I just didn't, though? What if I just gave up all of my free will and thoughts and just let someone else take care of me and I was just dumb and drunk all the time in a kitchen? Oh, my God. I want that. <laughs> and I, oh, God. Sometimes I want it. Uh, yeah. Your only requirement is to be like an absentee mother um, and throw dinner parties with cheese plates. But rewinding a little bit, I did live that in my past relationship. And I was miserable. So yeah. you, uh, in a perfect world, you would like the person that's paying for everything. Unless the state did it. I, I was so happy on unemployment, like, despite the crippling anxiety of not having a job. Yeah. But, like, waking up and, like, seeing the, the breadcrumbs that Utah, like, just, they're like, here, fetch, you piece of shit. And I did it yeah. willingly. Mm -hmm. Good, no complaints. Yeah. Daddy um, unemployment check came through there for you. Uh -huh. Yeah. With that COVID, that little COVID boost. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. Now I can buy name brand ramen. <laughs> ramen. What is the not name brand ramen? I don't know. It's okay. just like dried pasta with no seasoning. It's the pasta that's fallen out of the containers in the pasta aisle. You just collect it on the ground. Yeah. It's like the weevil infested cup noodles at the dollar store. What's a weevil? 
You know what a weevil is? It's like a mm. little uh, bug thing that, like, they can uh, ruin crops and what have you. They can, like, like invest a, cro- crops and grains. Like a maggot? No, no, man. You're thinking too, you're thinking too big. Okay. Uh, well, a weevil. Let me just, this is just off the top of my head and not Googled at all. Okay. Weevils are beetles belonging to the super family of Circulolidia, known for their elongated snouts. They're usually small, less than six millimeters in length, and herbivorous. Yeah. Around 97,000 species of weevils are known. They belong to several families, One of the, or with most of them in the family of Circulolidia. And um, you get weevils in packaged foods. They can grow Ew. and expand in food items, which are stored nearby, primarily grains. Uh, oh and they're goodness. just like a small, hard-shelled bug. Oh. Well, much like, you know, times of women being out of the workplace, I also am unfamiliar with infestations of crops. <laughs> I, this might come as a shock to you, am not a farmer, nor do I partake in the collection or storing or harvesting of grains. So I unfortunately am not well-versed in weevils. <laughs> oh man. you! Th- I wish that that were the case, but sometimes like if you get like a cup noodle and you open it up, you may find a weevil or two. That is honestly disgusting. That is <laughs> I know. the worst news I've ever heard. Now, Dude, look it up. I, I don't want to. Weevils in or in your flower? You have personally found them? No. Okay. What See, time though? Uh, my dad was eating <sighs> cereal, mm-hmm. and then he, he he had an ant that bit the inside of his lip, and then when he looked, opened up the cereal and looked it in there, ants in the cereal. No, no, no. We can't. No, that's a no. We can't do that. No, thank you. It's a pass. Why? If there were... It's like that scene in The Lost Boys where he's like, it's just noodles, Michael, and it's actually worms. And I... That haunted me. And now this? Yeah. Now a weevil? I don't even know how you spell that. I don't even know what that looks like. It's like evil, but we in front of it. Like, weevil. You said something on a long nose. I can't handle that. In my cereal. Dude, they little pebbles. They little. They just might look like seasoning. I'm about to fuck up your world because you may have opened up a cup noodle at some point and been like, this looks good. And it it I don't eat I don't I'm a woman of class. I don't eat cup of noodles. Okay? Keep your poverty to yourself. Remember, I go to the office. You're the one who has children. Um I love that you're saying that. I specifically remember you giving me vegan cup noodles when I was unemployed from your yeah. cupboard graciously, but they were expired. Um, were they? <laughs> I, those are like, those are like the organic cup of noodles. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, these are not what I expected at all. In my mind, I still thought they would look kind of like a maggot, like be a white little wormy. These are beetles. These are beetles. These are actual fucking When you asked if they were like if you asked if they were like maggots, I said not at all. But they get big, bitch. No. See, this is... Is that ants on rice? This is horrible. No, that's a weevil. Okay. Well, you know, it's... Maybe we should stop talking about these disgusting things. God, that's so sick. Yeah. What's the grossest thing you've ever eaten? Like, other than ass. (laughs) Ramunda cheese. (laughs) Um, Um, No, like, actual food. Um, That's tough, because um, what I've realized is that people call me a picky eater, and they say, that's why you're vegan, because you're a picky eater, and I say, no, I'm just vegan, and you're a piece of shit. But I've... Kind of like I'm not really a, like an adventurous eater because of that because I stopped eating like animal products when I was in elementary school literally so there's nothing yeah. gross that is friendly for me to eat you know like maybe something fermented like 
kimchi, but like I yeah, haven't that's... ventured outside of that, you know? That's fair. What about uh, you? You've probably eaten like crocodile and whatever redneck. I have not like, eaten crocodile. Shit. You son of a bitch. I've eaten snake. Uh, okay. Yep. They're just, that's totally better. Great job, Chelsea. Friend, you told uh, my point. <laughs> my friend's dad, I was a little, I was a lot younger, but my friend's dad killed a snake and then he cooked it and I ate some of it. Remember when you were all upset because you ran over a snake with a lawnmower and then you turned around and ate one? Yeah. So when I ate the, the eating the snake, I think was before I ran over the snake. But it was like a situation where he killed the snake on accident. And I think it was a rattlesnake. And it was big. And he was like, fuck, dude, if I, I don't want this to go to waste. Like, it was an accidental killing. Like, much like what I did with the snake with the lawnmower. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, it would be a shame to let it go to waste. So he cooked it and he ate it. Um, um, I just want anyone out there who's maybe struggling with this thought to know that if you accidentally kill an animal, like a rattlesnake... You don't have to eat it. That is what I would like to call white trash logic. White yeah. trash logic would look at a rattlesnake that they accidentally killed and be like, hey, family and friends, gather round. We're about to eat this motherfucker. How dare you? It's not letting the animal go to waste. It's very spiritual. Native Americans eat the whole animal. Down to the there is nothing spiritual about blonde eye or blonde eye, blue eyed, blonde haired Chelsea. Eating a, eating a rattlesnake in her friend's backyard in Utah. There's nothing spiritual about that. You know what there is about that? Garbage pill kid. Garbage fucking <laughs> pill kid. It's That's funny. That is. It's this friend whose phone number I still have memorized. Like, they've moved long ago, but I still have their house number memorized. That's incredible. I don't even yeah. know the name of the street I grew up on. Well, I see, I never moved. Like, mm. I was born in Davis Hospital. My parents took me home to my house up the street, maybe a mile away, and there I remained through college until I moved out. Until this day, where she's become a tree in the front yard. Yep. Yep. Some stay. I'm still roaming the hallways to this day. Mm-hmm. They say if you, if you say Chelsea in a mirror three times, she will appear and eat a rattlesnake in front of you. <laughs> Come with a PSL on shower Ugh. shitty hair. Burping up my seltzer water. Yeah. Ugh. Um, so is that the grossest thing for you as a snake? Trying to think. That's pretty Uh, fucking gross, man. There's those durian fruits. They're supposed to be like the worst smelling fruits in the world. Oh yeah, durian, yeah. You can't even fly with those. I ate I ate one of those. One of my teachers in ninth grade brought it to school and they were like, whoever can eat it, people couldn't eat it. But you want to know what? I had a secret you fucking weapon. I can't smell. Mm, yeah. So I ate the shit out of it. It just, it had the consistency of like mushy bananas and it almost tasted like mushy banana. Yeah. That's the thing is that it actually tastes good, but it smells like garbage and rotting flesh. So yeah. if you have such a deviated septum like you do, a full blown 90 degree angle of a septum and you can't smell anything, that's, you know, you mm-hmm. double tapped that durian. I got extra credit. Good. And gotta love that. That's, you know what? Shout out to you, public education. Yep. If you can do a poor man's version of fear factor on a bunch of minors in homeroom, you know, why? Why even bother teaching them about the Declaration of Independence or the true horrific histories behind the United States? Just dare them to eat some nasty garbage underarm fruit for extra credit points instead. Yeah, I honestly don't remember learning anything else in that class, but we did one time learn our Chinese names, which thinking back on it probably wasn't accurate. I think we just put our names into like uh, a generator generator on the internet. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, boy. I love that. Good for you. Shout out Utah County Schools right there for making you who you are today. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, speaking of not things not going to waste, can I tell you about something that I saw today that completely bothered me, like shook me to the core to the point where I didn't realize I would be so affected by something? Please do. I'd love to hear about uh, baby traumatizing events. I think it was kind of a big traumatizing event, and you can tell me if I'm totally out of pocket for thinking this way or feeling this way, but we were driving to go pick up some plants to decorate their house. 
And um, while we were driving, I just happened to look out the window to enjoy the scenery. And I see a man in a white Tesla. Okay. So he's assuming fairly mediocrely well off. I mean, you know, he's not struggling. Okay. Uh Roll down his window, crumple up like his hamburger casing wrapper and throw it out the window. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, oh, that man just littered. That man, uh, he just littered in front of everyone. Me, you, God, in the middle of traffic, daylight. Yeah, in front of God and the internet. Didn't even care. In front of God and the internet, he littered. And I was genuinely taken back. I was like, what? I, I haven't seen someone litter since a fucking... Movie made in 1983. Like, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen anymore. It that's doesn't. like People don't do it. Yeah, that's like you walk outside of a bar and someone's like hand-stuffing tobacco in a pipe. And they're like, why don't you come out here, see? And it doesn't happen anymore. You don't see it. <laughs> it doesn't exist. It's a lie that media tells you. And I yeah. saw it. And I fucking saw it. And I was genuinely shook. I still am. I'm thinking about it. I could, that man's fucking mediocre face burned itself, burned its image into my fucking brain. I could go to a police sketch artist right now and tell them exactly who he looked like. Cause like, I will never forget him. I will never forget him. Is there anything you could have done in the moment? Could you have picked up the trash and put it back in his car? No, I would have had to like jumped out of our car, cross a lane of traffic and then gone in the middle of the road where the trash ball was just billowing in the wind. And he was gone by then. He was immediately gone. But it was so fucking intentional. Am I am I crazy for being like so upset about that? No, we were indoctrinated to hate litter. Like I can remember almost every single PSA that was clockwork orange ingrained into my brain about not littering. Is like, that I'm it? also affected by it. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe that's, I, I do agree with you. We for sure got the clockwork orange treatment, like eyelids peeled back and forced to watch this like anti-littering propaganda. Is it really propaganda if I completely agree with it? I don't know. And also like this weird environmentalist. I mean, we, I feel like we're the first generation to be like, hey guys. For sure, we're we're blowing the planet up right now. We're really fucking it up. And so seeing something so fixable as like littering, just, hey, hey, man, hey, bud, hey, guy, be a trash person like the rest of us and just throw it in your backseat and make it next month's problem. Why are you throwing it in the middle of the road and making it my problem right now? I feel like I have to go to therapy about this. It fucks you up. It fucks people up. Uh, So the first time I went out of the house after my mom died, so she passed away right after the 4th of July. Then I went out for Pioneer Day. For those of you who are not native Utahns, Pioneer Day is the 24th, and it's 4th of July, basically, but with Mormons. You want to break that down a little bit just so people have context for, like... I do not. (laughs) Uh, So in Utah, like, the 4th of July, 4th of July. Bam. It's a mediocre. It's mediocre. They do not celebrate the 4th of July in Utah. They celebrate Pioneer Day 20 days later. Yeah. So on the 24th, it's like the same thing. You have festivals. You have little pop-up concession stands. You have uh, fireworks. Like what you imagine the 4th of July would be, Utah does that on the 24th for Pioneer Day. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, first time I went out, it was like a very – it was like a re-emerging society experience. I remember not much about the trauma of the day. Like I remember like not wanting to be out and my boyfriend at the time was a piece of shit asshole. Nick talking to you in case you're wondering. Yeah. Uh, but there were there was a family. Girl was a brunette, never forget it, had pigtails, braided down the sides. Her mom, I remember the shitty, like, linen rip-off shirt from American Eagle she was wearing, where I was like, I know that that ain't, like, shitty. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm yeah. in the same tier, though. They ordered a fuck ton of pizza, and then they just left the pizza boxes there. I think about them at least once a week. It's been yeah. years. Yeah. 
you know, I hope, and I really mean this, I truly mean this, and I want everyone to know I'm not joking, and I mean this for those people who left those fucking pizza boxes, too. I hope that you get ass cancer and fucking die a horrific, painful death, and all of your friends and family just have to surround you and hold your hand as you slip away slowly and painfully. I want you have the rarest form of ass cancer. There's no treatment. They're like chemo. We can't do it. We actually found out that people who litter are <laughs> unable to get this. They're yeah. unable to qualify for this type yeah. of treatment. And everyone you love gets to watch you wither away into being a shell of a person you were. And the best thing about this, though, is because of this treatment you can't have, for whatever reason, you don't die. You just live forever suffering. Every day you suffer. Your skin mm. feels like it's made of shards of glass. You know? I love it. Yeah. And I then mean, you I don't have that. toilet paper. You're forced to wipe your ass with the litter throughout the years. So good luck, Kathy, with your pizza boxes. Good luck. You only eat with your- litter. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I'm fine with it. That's what I hope for them. Um, I just think you're truly the worst person. I would put people who kick dogs right next to people who litter. They're on the same tier for me. If we're doing a tier list of people who I hope suffer forever, they're like on the same row. I'm going to add one more person to this tier. People who don't let you merge when you're trying to get on the freeway. (laughs) I'm like, why are you matching my speed? I try to slow down. I'm not in a hurry. And then they also slow down. I'm like, what are you? Why are you fighting with me right now? Yeah. Those people too. I agree. Oh my God. That would actually be a great tier list. I think we should gift each other tier lists of people we think should die. Maybe not die. Dying is too easy. Dying is a gift. Death is a gift. It's the release, right? Yeah. People who suffer. So we need to make a tier list of people who deserve extreme suffering and then people who live life casually on a beach. I love it. I would love to know what that tier list looks like for you because I'm with you. Like, definitely people who kick dogs, people who litter, people who don't let you merge, and not just don't let you merge. Match your speed. And just yep. hold hands, essentially, mm-hmm. on two lanes yep. of traffic. Those, yeah. Also, I would say, and this might be controversial, this might hit too close to home for some people. I, and this is a tough one. Remember, this is a free speech zone. It's a safe space. Let's hear it. People who FaceTime call without headphones in public spaces. Do you feel attacked? No, but I'm going to controversially agree with you. Okay, yeah. With the knowledge that my partner does this to me. Oh. My father does this to me. (gasps) My sister does this to me. Oh, my God. And I feel like people who call me in general. People who call you, period. People who pick up the phone, period. Those people. But, and I'm with you there. I think people who call you when texting is right there, um, right next to, like, Satan. Like, they are just horrible. Um, I don't, I would say they're not as bad as people who litter and kick dogs and don't merge correctly, but they're, like, right underneath it. It's so close. Like, they feel the heat of hell's fires. They're right there. But... Yeah. Different though. Different though is the FaceTime. I don't know if it's because we're in Southern California right now and I see it constantly. It's just like women on a brisk walk. They don't get to call it a jog. It's a brisk walk and they just have their phone right in front of their face. No hair, like no AirPods, there we go, AirPods in or headphones in, nothing. Just scream talking to whatever fucking bimbo's face is on the other line. I'm, you can do that. Hear me out. I think a FaceTime is great. Sometimes I prefer a FaceTime, especially if it's like something really dramatic that needs a hand reenactment, whatever. But you better put those fucking AirPods in, bitch. Put your beats on, whatever the fuck. I know you got them. There's no reason for you to just be screaming at that yeah. person's face, like in, in public places. 
it's too much. It's, and you know what I think it is? Again, this might be a controversial statement. I think they want you to hear it. I think they want you to see it. I think that they're doing it almost like a performative act. Like, look how cool and funny and quirky I am. And you're like, like that influencer life. Yeah. And you're like, like, hi fam. Exactly. They're like, look at, I'm just so, we're so cute. We just talk to each other and I'm, I'm getting my kombucha and you're like, shut up, shut the fuck up, Courtney. Shut the fuck up. No one cares that you're wearing, no one cares that you're wearing Lululemons. No one cares that you just left hot yoga. Shut the fuck up. Your husband has been cheating on you for 10 years. And one of those people is the girl you're talking to on the phone right now, FaceTiming in the middle of a Whole Foods. It's Tuesday. It's 3.30 in the afternoon. I don't yeah. fucking need this. You know? But you know what? Maybe I hate her because I also want that meaningless lifestyle <laughs> where I don't <laughs> have to work. It all and I can, go on, yeah, I can go on brisk walks and overpriced athletica gear mm-hmm. while my husband's like boning someone else. Yeah. And I can just be like, it's fine because we have a silent agreement where I get to spend $45 on fancy coffee every day. And then yeah. he can fulfill me financially only. Yeah. You know what? I I want to, I know that that's what her life is. And that's why there's not a care in the world for her to, you know, think that she the public deserves any sort of convenience or kindness by her putting on some headphones. So I don't have to hear them high pitch banshee scream about gossip girl, but you know, that's the suffering she puts on to meet from her life of suffering. It's, it's not even like, yeah, it's true. It's like, she, I want to hate her, man. Maybe yeah. I also want to be her. <laughs> I think Chelsea, you're really showing your colors. I, you know, you were with me there in the beginning, and the more that I talked about her, the more I described her, the more you wanted to become we're her. We're coming full circle here, though, because she's yeah. living a life where she doesn't have to do anything no. other than fucking spend 45 minutes doing her makeup and another hour doing her hair to go on mm-hmm. a walk and be annoying, because that's all that's yeah. expected of her. Yeah, I mean, truly, at the end of the day, if I'm being honest with myself... I am slightly jealous of that aspect. I would love to be so self-indulgent and self-obsessed that I thought no one deserved convenience or kindness and that this is my world and y'all are just living in it. And so that does mean I can walk through the Whole Foods screaming at my friend on FaceTime with no headphones. Yeah, and I want you know? my shitty, sticky kids to run around yeah. doing whatever they want. Yeah. I don't want, I'm not teaching them manners at my free time. Nope. That's what the nanny my husband's boning is for. Exactly. And in her defense, she doesn't even know whose children those are. You know, if like... I mean, in her defense, she should know that they're her children. I but, mean, hers. You know. hers. See, the, the other party is the question. Right, like, right, if, you, if right. you got her husband and his frat house best friends together, you know, they've been best friends for the last 15 years, and did a paternity test, it would be an interesting conversation, to say the yep. least. You yeah. know what I mean? It's kind of like putting all of their names in a hat and pulling them out. Like, that's honestly the certainty that we would have, that those are his children. You're not wrong. And he doesn't give a shit because he's been secretly gay this whole time. And he just has to act out (laughs) through weird masculine, like, like hashtag masculinity so that nobody suspects him. Yeah. (laughs) And he does that by just boning random women and crying into his pillow at night. Yeah. Deep guttural cries. God. (laughs) Oh my god. He's one of those where he like cries in the shower and then he goes out and like demeans his wife. He's like, what'd you put on like a pound, you fat ass? And then it makes him feel better. (laughs) Oh my god. I was gonna say I am that guy who cries in the shower because any if you're a professional, if you're if you're a business person, you cry in the shower like an adult, okay? None of this, you know, crying in your bedroom, crying in your living room, none of that. You go into the shower and you cry like a man, uh, you know? You hide the tears with the water and the soap. Like yeah. an adult, you grow the fuck up and you go in the shower and you cry. Here's, here's my here's my preferred, where you, like, come home. This is, like, less my reality now that I work from home, but let's just, mm-hmm. you know, for story's sake. You come home after a long day and you're in your car 
and you're in the safe space of being in your vehicle, like transitioning between worlds, like you've left the bullshit of the office behind, mm-hmm. but now you got to go into the bullshit of your house and you're in your you're- place and you're like, just can let it out real quick. The song from the radio's wrapping up to remind you of better times. Mm-hmm. And you may let a tear or two sneak out before you suck it up, swallow it down until it forms into an ulcer. And then you go in and you just continue the theater pretending. That's my preferred method of Wait, emotion. Are you saying that you're a car crier right now? Yeah. You're a car crier. Yes, absolutely. You're that, a shower crier. Yeah. Like an adult, as I said. I'm uh, a grown ma'am? woman participating car, in society. Uh, I cry in the shower. My you car is real? not only paid off, but I have also not used it to run down any hobos lately. So <laughs> if we get to be flexing, <laughs> I have not been oh my God. I cry in my car like a fucking adult, and then I get no. my shit together so I can come home and fake it. For those around no. me, my you person. cry. You cry in your car like a coward. That's what you do. You subject the poor soul at a red light to look at your fucking face while you cry. That's what you do. And I've seen people crying in their car, and as a bystander, also suffering in the world next to them, also at the red light. And I look over, and we make eye contact, and they're sobbing hysterically. What does that? What does that do for me? What does that? put me in the position that's Dude, it gives you <laughs> i know it gives you it gives you the strength you need no no dude no, no i'm going for that lauren conrad single tear blackened with my perfectly applied eyeliner where i'm like i'll forgive you but i want to forget you that's that emotion <sighs> that's that is that is a powerful quote but that is not i just i can there is a very vivid memory I have of driving through West Valley and I was at a stoplight and the girl next to me who was in like a Jeep Cherokee was bawling her eyes out like the snot bubbles dripping down into her mouth, sobbing hysterically. And we made eye contact for way too long. And then she saw me and I saw her and she started crying even harder. And I was just like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. And then she gave me that burden. She put that burden on me. And for the rest of the night, I was thinking about that girl who was just unhinged driving. You know, I have, may have That's mowed how we down. Met. That's how we met. That girl was me. And then we <laughs> saw each other years later. We're like, let's start a podcast about it. I, I may have mowed down a man in my car. But I have not put the burden of crying in it on other people. Yeah, you have some goddamn <laughs> respect. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Oh man, I hope he's okay. I hope his life turned around. I hope it's. I hope he's not. You know what? I hope he's not. This doesn't even have to be a free beach, free speech zone for me to say that. I hope that motherfucker hates his life every day. I hope I run into him on the street. I'll sit swing on literally sight. or figuratively. <laughs> you already did that. And the cop took your car for a while. Yeah, for almost a year. It's <laughs> police. Like if I ever saw that guy. It would be like GTA. I would pull over in fully going traffic and get out of my car and square up on him and just start hitting him out of nowhere. No, this is terrible. (laughs) This is the part where they isolate the sound clip of how you wish you could hurt the man that you ran over in your car even worse. You were more upset when uh, your ex like hit a pothole and your hubcap flew off. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, this is really going to fuck up my lease. <laughs> <laughs> Little did I know my car was about to be impounded for like a year and I'd have to just buy it outright from that lease. But okay, he hit a pothole so hard that all four of my hubcaps came <laughs> off and it was a cartoon. <laughs> but the, I don't think like the casual... You filled me in so casually about your car being impounded after you ran down a human being. <laughs> but, like, I remember you coming to, I think it was even Stevens afterwards, because we yeah. were meeting up for brunch. And yeah. just the verbal lashing that you gave him for hitting 
a pothole in your hubcaps coming off. <laughs> you made him go back to the scene of the pothole <laughs> yeah, to look for your hubcap. <laughs> but the just dismissiveness of the uh, <laughs> manslaughter charges that are living over your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? <laughs> yeah. I won't deny it. I won't deny it. I was more mad about um my ex uh pothole jumping all four of my hubcaps <laughs> off than the manslaughter charge I got. Yeah. Oh man, uh, but he did live and I did not get charged with manslaughter. And that's why if I ever see that motherfucker on the streets, man, it's swing <laughs> on sight. <laughs> it's swing on fucking sight. Just- for those of you who like almost want to think Noel is a monster, it was very late at night, and he did free willy breach the barrier <laughs> and just launch himself onto her car. So uh, yeah, he was trying to kill himself on my car, and my only regret is not gunning it faster. You don't mean that. <laughs> I did, and also I murder people. I feel I like do. there's a. Cost. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? The most vegan thing you could do is murder people. There's no crossover between that. Like veganism no. doesn't reach into not eating or murdering people. No, I would say the most vegan people alive are cannibals. You know, overpopulation is the reason why we have such um, meat consumption and animal byproduct consumption, and the reason why the environment is, you know tail spinning into hellfire so okay clip that audio (laughs) fine i don't know how you're gonna just show me the fact that i am responsible for the audio for this episode yeah how does that i would rather the responsibility is so the magnitude of it i would rather get pregnant Jesus. <laughs> be responsible. When when you got locked out of the Instagram or whatever and I had to like post to Twitter. Um oh let's not God. forget that it, I didn't get locked out of the Instagram. Oh, you I, broke your you got electrocuted. <laughs> I electrocuted myself with my cell phone. So the cell phone and I were out yeah. of commission for a week. That was really well, that was really inconvenient for me, Noel. And um just the responsibility of having to post to Twitter. Man. I mean, Chelsea really showed her age when she had to post to the Twitter herself without my assistance. Um, when she posted the same tweet three times with spelling errors until the third and final tweet, when she finally did it correctly. And I said, Chelsea, you can't edit tweets. And yeah, I goes, know. That's why I posted a new one. You stupid piece of shit. Every time, <laughs> every uh-huh. fucking time. Um, so you know what? That's okay. You, you, but you know, early thirties. She's driving, ma'am, ma'am. I did show my uh, Adobe Photoshop prowess, prowess, prowess. Uh, when I again, beautifully Utah public schools, Utah public schools. I beautifully inserted the perfect face of Spencer Pratt next to a picture of the Tower of Babel. You did also. That was good editing. I know that. Spencer Pratt is a bit of a sore subject for Chelsea, uh-huh. but he has been on my everything lately. I've been seeing him everywhere. Um, there are more candid pictures of him taking, I wouldn't even call these crystals anymore. I would call them flesh geodes and just holding them to his head. And he's he's literally holding a geode the size of a bench to his forehead saying, when I close my eyes and count to five, I start to hear the ringing in my ears. And that's how I know yeah. it's working. And I said, I know what's working? What, yeah, what's working? <laughs> what What are you hoping to figure out here? I'm going to say it. I'm going to, oh, fuck, I'm going to say it. What? I want a Pratt Daddy crystal in my life. And I'm willing to pay full price for it. Chelsea, if this is what you want, you need to tell me. I will get you a Pratt Daddy crystal. If you you? can successfully edit and upload this episode without my assistance, I will buy you a Pratt Daddy crystal tonight. Oh my God. They're really expensive, Noel. Yeah, I know. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm signing up for. (laughs) You want to know why? Because it's a bet that you're willing to take because you know I can't fucking do (laughs) it. You're setting me up for failure. Dude, he's got... 
he's got gorgeous new crystals up here. Look at this fluorite. I don't know what fluorite does. Sounds like it helps your teeth. Look at the gorgeousness here. I That's fucking beautiful. Oh, oh, that is actually really pretty. Chelsea, yeah. this, you know what? You have gotten me so close to crystals. I am fucking pissed about it. I told myself that I would die on the hill of like anti-crystal this, anti-crystal that, like fuck the crystals. Look what the crystals did. They made love has won. And here I am. I think about crystals. Sometimes I'll see like at a park, someone selling crystal necklaces and I, consider going over there and buying them. And that is the thought is taking too much real estate up in my head that I told myself I would never give it. And it's because of you, you fucking bitch. You have brought crystals into my life and I, I'm sick with myself for that. I'm about to say something controversial. You fucking started it. You sent me that green space shit. Yeah. And you're like this meta night or whatever will fix all your problems. Moldavite. And you sent me like 45 TikToks and you were like, look, it it will fix all your problems. And damn it. I, I'm the one who fucking resisted, bitch. You know what? You know whose fault it is? It's fucking Stabby's fault because she's the one who wanted that Lemurian quartz. And now have you you given people, have you given the people their crystals yet? I'm not going to lie to you. I have not. I, <laughs> I know, fuck, I forget all the time, and I need, I seriously need an adult to help me. Uh, well, if you would do me the favor of texting Oliver and telling oh him God. to help me, I have yeah. to go to the store, I have to get stamps, and I have to get envelopes. No, That's a you lot, can literally man. just do that at the post office. You can just do it okay, there. Bitch, the fact that you think that I'm not also... The, the, the the fact that you even brought up the post office, you don't even see how out of control this is for me already. I am I'm not going to go to a post office. I'm putting this in, in charge of the adult in the situation. I'll be texting your partner momentarily. Um, and now these people, we owe them more now because you've taken so long. So now you've got to figure out what else you're going to send them. I will... If it stabby, stabby, if you're listening to this, I'm not sending you shit. I hate you. Uh, to the other people who I had to send stuff to, uh, I will write a formal apology and I will give you Noelle's personal phone number. <laughs> I, you know what? That's fine. If that's what it, no, I, what you, I'm serious, you bitch. You better figure yourself, you better do a piece of art. I don't fucking know. Bleed on a piece of paper and say, I'm sorry. You're putting something else in there. You know, I'll take, uh, I'll do a little stamp of Puffin's perfect paw. There you go. I think that's actually great. I think that's a good idea. See, all is forgiven. Actually, I have a bunch of art that I painted forever ago that I don't particularly care for. I will close my eyes and I will pick one. (laughs) Don't say I don't particularly care for it. That's not something people want to hear when they're being told they're getting I don't care for it. uh, I'm a very critical artist. And some of my art I look at and I'm like, kill yourself. This is terrible. I will send you one of my kill myself. This is terrible paintings that I've done. And you can know that it only brings me pain to look at it. And that will be my formal apology. Is my artistic seppuku? Seppuku? Yeah. (gasps) Oh my God. You should do that as a, yes. Seppuku? Yep. Seppuku. Seppuku? (laughs) Fucking. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Nailed it. Yeah. So there you go. You should do. do that, like art se- seppuku, and then like one of two and two of two. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, I'm so excited for that. Also, you know, we were gonna say something else, but we didn't, and that's fine. And this is what you get. This is this week's episode because we have such a fucking cool episode in fully made notes taken on. Russian conjoined twins, and it is too fucking good to make you guys suffer through um, my McDonald's free Wi-Fi. So, this is what you get. A relaxed fit. Us hanging out. No pressure. Honestly, what I would call a therapy session a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. And, yeah, I am going to make a tier list um, of people who I think deserve the most suffering. And I hope Um, to see yours as well. Yeah, and also while we were talking, uh, Bethel got back to me, 
And all of the times that they offer for me to meet with my career counselor are during the workday. So I'm going to see if they'll do a custom meeting with me. Yeah. What do they think? You don't have a job. Maybe they're actually like, that's probably exactly what they think. They're like, well, they're like meet us at 2 P or they're like meet us at noon to 2 PM on a Tuesday. I'm just like, ma'am. No, ma'am. You work around my schedule. Yeah, ma'am. I'm really into saying ma'am now. Ma'am. Yeah, that's how, yeah. Your customer service is showing. Uh huh. So. But anyway, um, I'm going to send you a very scary photo. Um, (laughs) If anyone wants something fun to do, go follow Noided on Instagram, N-O-I-D-E-D. It's a private account. You have to get approved by them because they post inappropriate things. If you're a pussy-ass bitch, don't follow them because if you report their shit, I'll figure out where you live and I'll come fist fight you. It's so fucking good. She'll run you down. She done it before. Uh, She'll do it again. (laughs) I'll do it again. And I got away with it too. Um, so yeah, anyway. Yeah. Today today and all days, I want to say, from the bottom of my heart, hail Satan. Um, hail good Wi-Fi and Spencer Pratt. Spencer, if you're listening, please answer my emails.